Hey bosses, this is Rianne and this is Ellie and you're listening to the Be Your Own Boss podcast. It's time for happy hour with your favorite hype squad. Here we inspire you to be the CEO of your life because you don't need a business to be your own boss. We know that navigating the ups and downs of life can be overwhelming, but you're not alone. Let's level up together and tap into our boss energy. Grab a beverage. It's time for BYOB. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Be Your Own Boss podcast. We're so excited that you're joining us today to chat and catch up with your girlfriends at happy hour. So welcome to another episode. And today we're diving into all things tip, tricks, and things. If you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know in our original episodes, we would start a little segment with a tip, trick, and thing where we share things and tips and tricks that elevate our life. But we decided to just do like once in a while, do a whole episode focused on tip trick things. And that's today. So welcome to our tip trick thing episode. I'm actually really excited. There's a lot of things that like I want to share. And I'm sure you have some cool things that you want to share as well. But yes, like we used to do this at the start of every episode. And then it got to a point where we were like, okay, like, let's just jump into the good stuff, because that's what people are actually here for. But I was like, I don't think we should scrap the idea completely, because it's fun Mm -hmm. to like, bring and share things that have been working for you that you have found to really work. And I just love the like culture of sharing. That's something that I'm really big on. Like there's no gatekeeping here. And whether I'm coming across something on TikTok and whether I'm like trying something that actually works, I want to share it with people. Mm -hmm. So happy hour with your gal pals has also turned into show and tell. So (laughs) sit back, relax. We've got a lot of good things to share with you today. But first, we always bring a beverage because it's BYOB. It's happy hour. It's fun time with your gal pals. So Ellie, what are you drinking today? So today, I am actually drinking water. However, I added a pinch of, oh my gosh, now that I'm about to say it out loud, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it the right way, but Celtic salt? Celtic salt? Celtic salt. I don't know if I said it right, but I realized today, like as I was getting ready for recording, that I have not had enough water today. Mm. So I decided to go back to the basics of just plain water, but I add a pinch of salt because that provides extra electrolytes and minerals. Yeah. Um, And then sometimes I'll do a squeeze of lemon as well to really boost that hydration because it is hot, it is dry, and I need to drink more water today. So kind of plain, but very important to have that extra electrolyte hydration. I love it. I've never tried that. It Does it taste super salty or is, no. does it just give like a little bit of minerals to your water overall? Yeah, it, it doesn't taste salty at all. I just do like a little pinch and this might be a little bit weird, but it actually kind of makes the water seem like softer, um, which is, it, I think it makes it taste even better. And I think that I mean, I'm not a doctor, so do your own research if you decide that you want to add minerals into your water, but that salt is great. Also, Himalayan salt is another salt that provides good minerals and electrolytes, Mm. but yeah, we have filtered water at our house, so I always like to do at least one one cup of water a day that has a pinch of salt for some extra minerals and electrolytes. I love it. Yeah, I've heard like having a little bit of salt also helps you contain your liquids better. Mm Mm-hmm. Like this way, it's like you're not just flushing them out as yes. it comes in. You're actually like holding the water that you're drinking. Yes. Like your yes. body is absorbing it. 
Definitely. That's one thing that um, I've loved learning more about is water intake because if you th- if you're just like chugging water all day and you're still feeling thirsty and you're not feeling like hydrated, maybe you need to add some minerals and electrolytes to your water to yeah better absorb the water and retain it. So since I've added that to at least like one cup a day, it really has made a difference. So mm. it's been very good. But yeah, nice. that's what I'm sipping on today. What are you drinking for our happy hour? Gosh, I need that. It's so hot in San Diego right now. And bless our house because it's a huge house that doesn't have air conditioning. And like my room is east facing. So it's just getting like all the direct sunlight all day long. And it's so hot. So I definitely should add a little bit of Himalayan salt into some of my beverages. But today I have another culture pop soda. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. one I have is orange mango and it's really yummy. And I actually put it in my um, little uh, mocktail mix. It's pineapple juice, coconut water, and then this culture pop that's orange and mango. So kind of a tropical hydration drink. And, you know, a little bit of salt would have been really good. So I wish I would have thought of that. But thank you for the idea. I'll definitely think about that next time. Yes. Yeah. Especially investing in a good salt. Like don't use table salt, um, but like a, a good salt. So that sounds delicious. That sounds perfect. I forgot you don't have AC. So yeah. hopefully your drink can just transport you to like a tropical oasis. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it is very tropical. So yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully it's – we're trying to, you know, accommodate. Yeah. Emulate that. <laughs> But, oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, we're so excited to dive into tip trick things today. Um, it's also so fun. Like our podcast, if you've been listening to us, we love talking about being your own boss, whether you are an entrepreneur or not, and really finding that alignment and joy, like ultimately living as your best self. And we love having some episodes that are centered around that. And we also love having fun episodes where we're talking about, like Rian said, what we're loving, um, some tricks, some tips we have. So it's so fun for today's episode to kind of be like an informal chat about what we're liking. Um, So let's start it off. I'm curious to hear if you did like buckets for yours. Or if it's kind of like a mix of things. Honestly, I try to make a little bit of a little bit of a mix, but I have to say all yeah. of mine are in the things okay. category. Kind of like thing and tr- trick. You know how we like to mm-hmm. just put them all together. They go together sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They really do. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a blend of both. But most of them are like things. Um, and I try to spread it across a couple of different categories, but these are just things that I've been really gravitating towards this summer and things that I have tried out that are viral on TikTok, on social media that like I have really enjoyed. So if you don't know whether you should be spending your money on things like this, I've got you. Like <laughs> these are the things that have really helped me elevate my life and made me feel more confident and made me channel more of that boss energy. So I'm ready to share all of that with you today. Should we get started? Yes, let's get started. What's your, the, you start us off. What's your first thing that you want to talk about? Okay, perfect. If you are watching this, we are doing this show and tell style. If not, don't worry. I'm going to do my best to describe everything for you. This way, you know what we're talking about. The first one I have, since it is summer, like I said, it's really hot in San Diego. You want to be protecting your skin and using a really good SPF. And the one that I have been loving, besides the clear stem tinted sunscreen that we have mentioned over and over, this one is really good when I don't want a tint and just 
have mm. more of that like uh, protection. And this is the beauty of Josun. Um, I think it is the rice sunscreen, Relief Sun Rice Plus Probiotics SPF 50 sunscreen. It is so wow. good. It goes on so light. Like it's a white gel that blends in super nicely. Like I'm showing you a little bit, like rubbing it into your skin. It goes on, it's white, but then it just, look at, look at this glow. Like it's wow. so glowy, like yeah, just like reflects really so well. It leaves the most beautiful sheen on your skin. It makes you feel nice and hydrated. And like I said, it's SPF 50. So it's like you are completely protected. I uh, wore this to the beach and I could definitely tell a difference because like when I got back, my face was like a shade paler than the rest of my body when I just use regular sunscreen on my body. Wow. It's so good. And I do have to say, you know, we've mentioned the Yucca app or the Yucca app before mm -hmm. on our podcast. And this is a 100 out of 100 <gasps> on Yucca. Oh, love to perfect see it. Perfect score. I have never seen a perfect score on Yucca before. And that just proves how like this one is really awesome. Um, it is a Korean sunscreen, which means that in Korea, they formulate their sunscreens with better ingredients that are not approved mm -hmm. in the U.S. Or it's not that they're not approved, but they... The U.S. doesn't have the yes. standards, the beauty standards that Korean mm -hmm. beauty do. So you can really trust that this sunscreen is really good because it has all of like the safe, non-toxic ingredients. Mm -hmm. As mentioned on Yuka, it is on <gasps> 100 that. on 100. Yeah. What's the brand name? It's called Beauty of Joseon. J-O-S-E-O-N. And we'll have all of these linked in our um, yes. in our description box, as well as I'll get them posted on Like to Know It mm -hmm. uh, for our social media as well. But yeah, this one is so good. I This is the second tube that I've gone through, um, and it's actually very affordable. I think I got this one for $15.99 or like $16 or something like that. So good. I can't say enough things about it. It is, I know it's not like necessarily new out there in the trendy world, but it might be new to you. And if you haven't tried it out and you're still looking for a good sunscreen that doesn't leave that white cast, this one is perfect. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really exciting to hear. I love that, that it scores high too, because sunscreens can have a lot of interesting things in them sometimes, but mm -hmm. yeah, I you never know what that. you're doing with the chemicals. Yeah. I haven't heard of that before. So that's really, I'll have to check that out. That's a good one. I um, love it. Fun. I love the show and tell too. So <laughs> for me, I don't really have a lot of things that I'm sharing because I literally, I looked through my closet. I looked through my bathroom, like around my room. And I'm like, you know, what's new? What's something that I can talk about? And I haven't really, I don't really have anything super new that I haven't talked about before. Um, so I'm kind of doing a mix of like, tricks and things like that. But I love it. I'm, what do you got? We, yeah, we need a blend one, of things. Yes. So I'm, I am bringing that blend, but I did buckets of like health and wellness, wealth, fun. Ooh. I have one clothing item and then like a wedding tip. So that's kind of, I'm kind of all over the board when it comes to my topics today. But my first one that I would touch on is the item that I'm doing and it's a clothing item. So I've talked about my trusty jeans before on the podcast. Yes, your Madewell and jeans. My Madewell jeans. So that is one of the jeans I've been loving. I've had these jeans for over a year now, so it's nothing new to me. But when I think about like what am I wearing literally every day, it's these jeans. And to the point where I actually ripped them and Tragic. it was so sad no. because I love them so much and they go with everything and they're so comfortable. 
So I actually brought them into the Madewell store and they repaired them for me for free. So that's a tip slash thing. Madewell is such a great brand that really cares about sustainability and like long longevity of your items. Um, So they can repair your jeans for you for free, which was so cool. So my trusty jeans are still kicking. Okay, walk me through that process. Did you like bring it to them and then they like just mailed it back to you? How did that work? Yeah, so they can mail it back to you, but I brought them into the Madewell store and then you fill out this sheet with your contact information, like where the rip is, all of that. And then it was a longer process. It was two weeks, I think, that they were at the tailors and it's a local tailor that they use. Mm. And then when they're ready, they call you and you can either pick it up in store or get them shipped to you. So wow, super easy and they did it for free and I had like a rip um, like the classic where you rip your pants, like right on the butt. So <laughs> they patched them and you can't even tell like from, there's a patch on the inside, but from the outside, you can't even tell that That's there's incredible. any damage. Yeah. So it's so awesome. And I love that because I love these jeans. Like I didn't want to get rid of them and have to get a new pair. So yeah. they fix them for free and Madewell jeans are an investment. Like I think I got this pair for they were on sale, but I think the original pricing was like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I know you can go to Old Navy and buy like a twenty pair of dollar or twenty dollar pair of jeans. But the fact that they do free repairs, I thought like these can last a really long time. So yeah. Madewell is my trick item thing that I have for number one. Yeah. Well, I love that. I mean, like sometimes you have to invest in like higher quality things. And when I think about that, I think about like the basics, like a really nice, like stable Mm -hmm. white tee and then like a good pair of jeans. Like you don't need to have like five pairs of $100 jeans. Like if you do, Mm -hmm. great. All the power to you. But like, you know, like when I am splurging on something, I would want to have like a really good pair of jeans that fit me. So mm-hmm. like investing, I haven't tried Madewell. Um, I found I was so upset one time when I went to the thrift store and I found two pairs of Madewell jeans that looked like they were going to fit like perfectly and they were in like really good condition, but they just like didn't fit right because of the style. And I was like, no, I'm like, I can't bring myself to get these if they don't like fit me perfectly. Like I'm going to save them for somebody else to find who's going to like really love them. But now I really want to like invest in a good pair of jeans that like Mm -hmm. you've talked about because I've not only heard you talk about those jeans, I've seen you wear them like multiple times and you talk about how (laughs) much you love them. I mean, (laughs) if they're good, they're good. Like it just says a lot and you're getting your money's worth. Yes. Oh my gosh. The amount of like the dollar per wear that I've gotten on these jeans because they last so long. I love. And I also work from home. So I feel like I'm not really, I don't know, I guess no one, no one has to know if I'm wearing them every single day, which Uh I'm not, but um, (laughs) yeah, they're incredible. Anyway, my tangent on Madewell is over, but Madewell, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. We love you. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be great. But what's your second thing? Since you have, since you talked about a clothing item, I also actually do have one clothing item that I will share. These are, so like I said, it's the summertime. I'm going to put these away so I don't spoil it. But I mean, it's the summertime and I feel like I'm just not in an era where I want the like short shorts vibe anymore. Like remember when we were in high school, middle school, like the short low rise, like booty shorts <laughs> were like so in. Like, 
yeah, yeah, like they just kept riding up all the time. And my body type was, you know, like it fit with the style at the time, but now it does not. And I really wanted to find a style of shorts that made me feel confident and that really fit me. And my, I'm very short. So I feel like anytime I don't get like traditional short shorts, I feel like I'm wearing like dad jorts like jean shorts like what you typically like <laughs> what you typically picture like the khaki type of like kind of down to your knees vibe yeah no not not cute or just like you know not conducive to my body type yeah. and my style and I finally found a pair of shorts that really work for me and they're pretty good quality I would say like they're they've lasted like a while now and I really like the material these are from Abercrombie. I am an Abercrombie mm. stan. And funny how everything has been like cyclical. Like we wore Abercrombie when we were in middle school, high school. I actually didn't have any articles of clothing from Abercrombie in high school. I was not I didn't one of either. I was not I was one of the like, cool kids. No, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not spending $70 on this cami. Right, know. right. I, yeah, like yeah, I never I didn't have that money to spend. I didn't yeah, want my parents to spend that money on me. Yeah. Anyway, and now, you know, I got a little bit of big girl money and I got these. I think they were like 50-ish dollars, like still a little bit of an investment for shorts, but like I said, they are really nice quality and they're not the booty shorts. They're actually like a longer type of shorts that don't go down to your knees, so they're really nice and the style that you have to look for is the loose short high rise mm. like high rise meaning they're like um high-waisted I really like the high-waisted style some people don't but like I prefer it just because like mm -hmm. I feel like that fits my body type more and they have the Abercrombie line of jeans and shorts and bottoms they have like their regular style and then they have a curve love style and the curve love style I really like because my for me like my hips are smaller or like my waist is smaller my hips are big and my thighs are also like bigger than like what my waist would be in sizes so when I get the curve love ones it doesn't feel like they're really tight around my thighs mm -hmm. it's like actually fits really well and they fit at the waist I feel like my biggest gripe with like jeans and pants is that like they always have that like gap between mm -hmm. my back at the waist but these do not these fit really well I feel comfortable sitting in them and I just love them. I got a white pair because I feel like white is really cute for the summer. They've held up really, really well. I love the stitching on them. And you have to check it out if you're looking for a perfect pair of not too short shorts. I love it. Oh my gosh. That's a great one. I need to look into those because I don't have a pair of denim shorts. Like, I was at my parents' house the other week and found some denim shorts from high school that I wore, uh -huh. but that, like, I don't have any other denim shorts. So I've, I've been thinking, like, I need to it's get time. denim shorts. Yeah. It is time. Oh, those look cute. That's yes. awesome. I love that they have the two lines, too, for yeah, different they're... body types. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, the two styles, the curve love mm -hmm. and, like, the regular. Yeah, the curve love yeah. is really nice, especially, like, if you are someone that struggles with chafing, like, when you're walking and, like, your thighs rub together. That is me. And in the summer, it's, like, the worst thing ever. These really help with that because, they, like I said, they're a longer style, but, like, not too long. So it's just, mm -hmm. like, the perfect, I don't know, maybe I think it's, like, a four or five inch Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or maybe like even five or six. I have to look it up to see the details, but it's just really nice where it's not too short and not too long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was always the craziest thing buying shorts where 
it was either like nine inches or like two inches. Yeah. Buying shorts. And I'm like, hello, do we have anything here in the middle? <laughs> like, yeah, wow. you would either like roll them up. Yeah. It would like Bermuda be shorts. bunching. <laughs> like throwback to my Aeropostale plaid Bermuda shorts. Anyway, my second one is around wedding tips. So, and I guess this doesn't even have to do with wedding if you don't want it to, but with the wedding, we've been making stationery like save the dates, invites, signage, things like that. And I've talked about Canva before and I'm talking about them again because I'm obsessed, but Canva is really great for designing stationery. So whether it be a wedding, a shower that you're planning, if you're doing like work things and you need to print invites for work or stationery. If you want like your own notepad that says like from the office of, you know, Becca, whatever it is, then you can come up with your own notepad. So anyway, Canva is incredible. And we designed our save the dates and invitations on Canva and just got them in the mail. Oh my gosh, I have one next to me. This can be show and tell for me, I guess. But Canva, it's so affordable. I did like, oh my gosh, what was it? 150 save the dates. And they were, it was like 50, no, $65 total, which is pretty cool. But I designed them and I should probably, yeah. So just really fun. Oops, dropped it on the floor. Um, But anyway, Canva has been such a help and awesome when you want to design your own things and they have a lot of great templates. They print. So when I said that pricing, that was for it to be printed and sent with envelopes. So Dang. it's awesome. I can't talk about Canva enough. That's going to save people so much money. Yes, it really does. Like when you look at the cost per unit compared to like if you were to use Zola or some other website where they design like have templates for you, I think those are, I don't know, like 150 per unit. Mm. Where with Canva, you can get to like 50 cents per unit. Yeah. So it depends on how many you order. But anyway, Canva is awesome. that's so nice to be able to like design it and order it in one place. Mm-hmm. I know like it's such a hassle to like – have a printing service that doesn't give you all of the capabilities to design a save the date that you like and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited to see them. Yes, they're coming your way soon. Oh I have to get stamps. So maybe in mm. the next tip trick thing, I'll have a Costco trick. Oh, they saw. Oh, no way. Costco. Go to Costco for stamps. Oh my gosh, I'm writing that down. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of that. I think it's like 50 bucks for 50 stamps. Oh my gosh, no way. All mm. right, I'm checking out. Stamps are expensive. Stamps. I did not they know are, that. I don't even know what a forever stamp is at right now. And these probably will need more than a forever stamp since it's a heavier paper. But bless up to Canva. That's my number two. What is your number three? Bless up. Okay. Um. So the third thing that I have, I have talked about before, but I just have to talk about it again because I love it so much. It is my um, Panasonic wet dry razor and people that have heard me talk about this like have told me that they went out and got it and they have been saying like it's the best investment ever like it's it's revolutionary and I'm not even being dramatic it has changed my life for the better I love this thing so much it is this purple little like 
not it's not little it's actually kind of big it's a purple brush and it has like different razors on it and this really helps when you are trying to let's say you are in a rush and i started like using this um in on my bikini line just like cleaning up a little bit but then i also started using it on like all over my body like on my armpits and when I used mm. to shave my armpit or like my underarms, it used to like give me really bad like razor burns. And I was just like, mm, I don't love this. And especially if I'm on the go, like how many times have you just like run your razor mm -hmm. under the sink or just like dry shaved and it's like the worst thing ever? Well, no more because you're going to invest in one of these. They are so great. You can get it at Target. Um, I use this for my underarms as well. And it's just so quick and easy. It doesn't hurt. There's no fuss. There's no cleanup. You don't have to like, yeah there it's just it's just great i would do it so, right now but i'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> do you use it like so i actually got that from when you recommended it on our original tip trick thing episode and maybe i'm not using it correctly but do you use it like wet or dry i use or it like, dry you do okay completely dry yeah like do you i found use that it for... oh sorry go ahead i found that when i use it um like after I get out of the shower, it like really tugs and it kind of hurts. So like, I don't recommend that. And in the shower, I don't feel like it works as well either. Like, I feel like it really picks mm -hmm. up all of the hairs when it's completely dry. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll have to try that, but I know you love that. So that's, that's such a good one, especially when it makes that easier. Cause it can be so yes. annoying. Yes. So, it, well, it just like, makes me feel more confident because like everybody's own personal preference with their body hair is mm -hmm. up to you. But like for me, it's just like nice to be able to like not fuss about it. Like I remember I used to have all sorts of creams and like mm -hmm. razors and I've spent so much money on it. Like I haven't done the waxes and like I don't want to. Actually, I've tried waxing myself once and that was crazy and I will <laughs> never do that again. Um <laughs> I understand why people do it, but I was like, I would not do it on myself again yeah. because that was that oh, was on yourself. Wild. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was. I've wild. never. I had to muster up a lot of courage for that. <gasps> anyway, oh um, yeah, that would be hard. That would be really yeah. Hard. But like waxes are really expensive, and like I've even considered getting laser, but that's also expensive mm -hmm. and painful. So I'm just like, I just really feel like there is a good solution out there, and this one has been working for me. So if you have been frustrated about shaving any single body part that you have like use the panasonic wet dry brush and how i use it is i use a dry so just try it out mm -hmm. it's really worked for me and it has changed my life that's a good one love that now i'm on my health bucket okay and um so this is actually a tip and we've talked about this on the podcast before but it's something that i would love to do an episode like a deeper dive into with a guest but women's hormones and health is something that I'm very passionate about and something that I love to like read about, do like look into research, things like that. And one very important area of that is like blood sugar balance. Mm. So just to preface this, um, one thing that I've learned and that I've like implemented into my life, I've been doing it for a few months ever since I've learned this, is that the order we eat our food impacts our blood sugar. Oh. So if you ever think about like meals and so I guess why this is important is like your blood sugar directly ties to like hormone balance and energy. So for me, like in the journey to balance my hormones, this is something I learned about food order. So 
veggies, like if you eat your veggies first, so like a starter salad or yeah, you have a salad before dinner or like maybe you made some roasted broccoli, like if you eat that first, they have so much fiber and nutrients that'll help you maintain your blood sugar. So when you eat a veggie before carbohydrate, your blood sugar levels will actually be lower than if you ate a carbohydrate and then the veggie. Which Interesting. Is so like if you think about when you go to a dinner and like there's a bread, you know, there's yeah. bread and a salad. Mm-hmm. Like so then saying like if you were to have the bread and then the salad, it would affect your blood sugar differently than if you had the salad and then the bread. Huh. Isn't that so interesting? I mean, maybe I'm a nerd, but I thought that was no, so interesting. That, that is so interesting. And that's something that like you don't really hear about, you know, mm-hmm. like it's so cool to be able to learn more about it. I'm really interested to see like how that affects your energy throughout the day. Like let's yes. say for lunch, like I've heard that you should balance out your foods in different ways. I've never mm-hmm. heard of like the different order. Like the way that I've heard it is like if you're eating something sweet, like a piece of fruit or something, you should have like some sort of like a healthy fat with it to balance yes. that out so your blood sugar doesn't yep. spike. But I've never heard of that like the order of how you eat things mm-hmm. also affected, which makes sense. And yeah. That's so cool to learn about because I feel like when I'm sitting at dinner, like if I'm, let's say, like not at a fancy restaurant, like if I'm just cooking, I always go for like the main dish first, which is usually Mm -hmm. a carbohydrate or like some sort of protein or fat. And I've never even thought about to like, okay, eat your veggies first and then you can move on to like Mm -hmm. the main course. so interesting. So I've started implementing this, like I said, a few months ago and also preface like we're not you know, giving medical advice. This is just something that I learned and I'm sharing about. But so the optimal food order, like for blood sugar balance, is to eat your veggies and then your protein and fats and then your starches and sugars. Wait, wait, wait. So, I'm gonna write that down. Say that again. So it'd be your veggies. So think like a salad or uh-huh. you know your roasted broccoli or Brussels sprouts, whatever. And then your proteins and fats. So it could be like, um, if you eat meat could be your meat there or mm-hmm. um, whatever protein you have. And then next would be starches and sugars. So that would be like a pasta, potatoes, um, dessert, things like that, fruit. Mm. So that is something I've learned. So if, if you kind of think about like how does this apply in your life, think about a meal that you've had where like after the meal you feel like really tired yes, and you feel kind of groggy. And then think about the meals that you've had where you – eat them and you're like oh my gosh like I feel energized Mm -hmm. like you're you're not getting that like post-lunch slump and for me eating in this order has really helped me have optimal energy after my meals and not feel like oh I need to take a nap after lunch um so anyway that was kind of a different direction of a trick but I would love to do like an episode or more of a deep dive especially with an expert to talk about this because um, this is such an important topic when it comes to balancing hormone and energy levels. So that's my little trick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wonder if it affects men and women differently because of how our hormones are are for us. Mm-hmm. And that would be really interesting to learn about. But that was a really cool trick, Ellie. Thanks. Yeah, that's uh, very nerdy, I guess. But I love learning about stuff like that. I think Learning it's so- is fun. And we're always here to provide you with all things that are going to help you level up in life, whether it is a clothing yes. item or item or whether it is a health tip. So yes. it's it's a um, very holistic podcast. Yeah. We're covering all topics. And again, yeah, we are. Um, 
not medical advice, just something that I've learned just and experienced. Fun. Yeah. But Perfect. okay, number I think we're on number four, right? Yes. Okay. This one I'm excited to share. And again, it's another thing, but it's something that I have really enjoyed lately. So for me, I have really long hair. And when I am in the shower, when I'm like exfoliating my scalp, when I am putting in my hair mask, I find that like I shed and lose like clumps of hair because of the fact that like whenever I put in my shampoo, I just, you know, get kind of crazy with it. And then my hair gets all knotted up. And then I'm like, well, shoot, like I I'm sitting there like trying to like untangle my hair and it's just kind of like a mess until I put the conditioner in. And I was like, I really want to try to limit the amount of hair that I pull out. I know it's natural to have uh, like shed strands of hair, but I'm also like cognizant of the fact that like I think it's me contributing to some of that as well. So I invested in a hairbrush that I keep in my shower that has really helped me like just brush through my hair when I am conditioning it. This way I don't lose as much hair. And it's been really lovely. I feel like it's kind of giving spa experience every time Ooh. I go. Yeah. Every time I shower. Have you heard of the like the shower before Ellie? Is that like an everything shower? Yes. Your everything okay. shower. Yes, yeah. yeah. So this this is just going to elevate your everything shower. This is the Diane Flexi brush. I think it's called Flex Detangler brush. And this is what it looks like. It's purple and it has like these grooves in it. And the best part is that like it doesn't. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's like all of the little bristles kind of like separate onto itself. Like a fan. Yeah. It's like a fan. So like it's not connected. So this way when you are, well, it's connected to the handle of the brush, but it's not connected to like the back of it. The like back is like what Ellie said. It's a fan. So this way, like when you're brushing through your hair, it has all plastic bristles. There's no like padding to hold the brush together like a regular hairbrush. So it's not holding in all of that bacteria and old hair. So it's really awesome to keep in the shower. Wow. And when I brush through my hair, it's not like I'm like tugging on my hair because of the fact that it's flexible. And so it kind of just like really just goes with your hair and helps it detangle. And it like massages your scalp at the same time while you're detangling it. And this has just really elevated and changed the game for me. Oh so my gosh. I love it. <laughs> what is this brand? What is this called? That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's called, so the cool. brand is called Diane, just like the Diane? name, D-I-A-N-E, Diane Flex Detangler. Oh my gosh. That is such a, that is so cool. I've never seen anything like that. Oh, this is why I love these type of episodes. See, yes. You learn so much. <laughs> it's just fun. Like it's it show fun. and tell for adults and it's just fun. So like I, yeah, it, like I said, culture of sharing. I never want to like gatekeep anything because it's like, I'm sure other people are going through these experiences and are just like, oh, there has to be some sort of solution out there. Well, mm -hmm. hopefully this speaks to you if you also have the same problem. Wow. And like men, you could also use it as well, but I'm sure you're not, you don't have a lot of tangles in your hair unless you have really long hair. So if so, get yourself one of these. Wow. It's really cute. That's... It's like a light purpley color. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I need to try that out. I, I feel like, especially when you go multiple days without washing your hair so like you know the days where you put sh dry shampoo in and then you like ha wear a hat the next day like you have even more like tangled hair and might lose yes. more in the shower on yes. days like that so that is awesome to have oh my gosh mm -hmm. that's so cool i need to yeah. check that out i love it Good okay one. this is your number four right yes so we okay. just did health now we're doing wealth um <laughs> and <laughs> I 
don't think I've talked about this. Oh, have I? I can't remember. Whatever. But this is an app that I love. When I was thinking about like, what do I want to talk about today? I thought about like, what are the things, like you said, that you're gravitating towards. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I use every single day is my budgeting app. Mm. And it's called Every Dollar. And every dollar is a zero-based budgeting app. So if you haven't heard of that term before, it's pretty much a type of budgeting system where you allocate every single dollar. So mm. say, you know, your monthly income is X amount, like after create your budget, it should say zero. Like everything should be allocated to whether it be like housing costs, groceries, saving, investing, debts, like all of those buckets so that you know where like every dollar is going and you don't have like, oh, like this miscellaneous few hundred dollars that you're not sure where it's going every month. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I love this app, especially in a time right now where um, I'm saving for the future, but also for a wedding and um, many different like buckets of life that I have financial goals in. So this app is a really great and intuitive app if you're looking for a budgeting system that is zero-based, which is my mm. favorite type of system. So that's really cool. Yeah. I think like that's so awesome for like my type A brain, knowing that everything has its own little spot mm -hmm. somewhere. And what's especially cool is that I will say for people that – think that they're not as financially savvy or they think they have this financial barrier of wanting to save more money, but they're not sure where their money is going at the mm -hmm. end of the month. This is a really great way to just visualize and see where you are allocating mm -hmm. your money. And I feel like it might be uh, a little bit of an emotional thing at first to confront the fact that like, oh, wow, like I'm really stepping up to... Uh, you know, like really opening up the curtains on my finances mm -hmm. and like revealing some things that might not feed into the healthy habits that I want to build. Mm -hmm. But I think like the point is, is that we are giving you the resources to take back that power to be able to say yes. like, hey, I can control my finances. I have the resources to do this. And it just takes a little bit of effort to be able to do mm -hmm. that. Totally. And I would encourage people, if you haven't listened to our episode with Malia, go back and listen to our episode with Little Miss Finance, Malia, and we dive into this a little bit deeper. But totally what you said. Like I – if you're finding that you are feeling like apprehensive about budgeting and that it might be restricting, I challenge you to shift your mindset to think about it being empowering. Um, that's something that I kind of had to have a mental shift on when I graduated college and like – before I was making money, you know, you're paying for school, your rent, groceries, books, like all those things. And now you're making, um, you're obviously still buying, like it, you're paying your bills and expenses, but you're not working. Um, I don't know, like I was working at insomnia cookies and things like that where now you have a little bit more. So I really had to shift my mindset of think like, this isn't restricting me. This is actually making me feel very empowered because I know every single and I am a little type A too, but you can have that plan of like, I know where I'm putting my hard earned money and um, 
I think that's really empowering. And then you can decide like whether you're saving for a vacation or maybe an item that you want or you're um, wanting to be able to save more each month to invest and start a brokerage account or like a Roth IRA. It's so important to know where your money's going because you've worked so hard for that. So I challenge you to shift that perspective if that's something that you're struggling with. But like you said, it's so emotional. Like it's a topic that it it does have a lot of emotion and passion tied to it. So, um, but yeah, that's just some advice I have of an app that works well for me. I love it. That's cool. So, tangent over, but okay, you are cool. yeah, you are sharing all of the like really like good things, very tangible, very like what's the word that I'm looking for? Resourceful and educational things. And I love it. And I'm living for all of this. Whereas I'm like, we like all of the fun things that I've seen during the summer. I'm living for that. I like, okay. got any like fun things in a really long time because I, like, I haven't heard of any. So I, I love yeah. it. It's a okay, good well, It is. Yeah. Hopefully you find that this <clears throat> is a good balance as well as we approach our last items. And uh, Again, like this is just like fun for us to be able to share. Like there's a mix of fun things. There's also a mix of like educational resourceful things because it's like such as life. Like you need mm -hmm. a little bit of a balance to be able to learn about all of the cool things that are out there. So the final thing that I have is I actually made a TikTok about this because I was like just felt very passionate about it. And um, this is something that I've found to help with mosquito bites. And mm. I don't know about you, but I have been personally victimized by mosquitoes this summer and not just in like the normal way, but like they have been going from my ankles, like biting like in between my toes and oh. just my ankles. And I'm That's like, what terrible. is going on? I feel like they're mutating and understanding that like this is like the most irritating spot. And um, <laughs> I hate it. And it's awful. Oh, and for terrible. me, like the mosquito bites have like, I just keep picking at them until they are just like bleeding and red. And when they bleed, they leave like a hyperpigmentation like scar. Mm on my skin and so I was like oh my gosh what is like what can I do about them so I started implementing things from my skincare routine into my mosquito bites and what I've been doing is for your mosquito bites I have been putting a pimple patch on the mosquito oh. bite to pull out the poison and all of the bad stuff mm -hmm. and it literally like fills up like a like a regular pimple so you kind of have to like squeeze out a little bit of like the um the like poisonous stuff and when you put the pimple patch over it it literally just pulls it out so it goes from like a raised wow. mosquito bite to a completely flat mosquito bite and then to help treat the mosquito bites that have turned into a scar i have been using the hero cosmetics lightning mm. wand it's like a purple pen almost looking thing i don't have it with me which i apologize for anybody that's watching it's a pen with gel that you just roll it on to the little dark spot and then you leave it there and then you keep applying it to like the affected area and then like slowly the the like scar goes away because oh, the lightning pen, gosh. yes, the lightning pen has like vitamin C and different ingredients in it that helps with hyperpigmentation. So if you have acne mm -hmm. scars, that's what it's actually used for. But I've been using it on my mosquito scars mosquitoes. because I'm like... <laughs> It's got to be the same thing here. And it's been working. Wow. So That's such a good tip. You got to try um, it out. 
And I know you can put like calamine lotion on it or whatever to stop the itching, but like it doesn't stop like the bumpiness of it. Yeah. So you got to try it. Wow. So once you actually took the patch off, like did that help with itching once everything – oh my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. I feel like uh-huh. I wish I knew that when I was back in Minnesota over the 4th of July – up at yeah. in the lakes area. There's so many mosquitoes. For our Midwest girlies, you got to try yeah. this out. It's just anybody that's yeah. been struggling with mosquito bites like me, wow. this has been a lifesaver. So yeah, you can get the Hero Cosmetics pimple patches and the lightning wand. Those are like the comp. That's the combo that I like to use. Okay. That is such a good one. Wow. I'll have to try the lightning wand too for like skincare purposes too. Yes. I, I knock on wood, but like I just knocked on wood. I have not been attacked really by mosquitoes this year. So Lucky you. Oh man, I'm really hoping I shouldn't have said that out loud. But see, they're I'm, mutating. They're like, picking specific blood types now. Yeah. Well, I feel like Colorado doesn't have like it's so dry and like maybe it's the elevation. I don't know. But I feel like there's not really mosquitoes here. But when I go back home to Minnesota, that's when it's like gnarly. Mm. Um Okay. Very gnarly. That's a good that's a good one. So right. my last one. My last bucket that I was thinking about is fun. And all of those I thought were fun, but this one is extra fun. So I was really thinking about like, what have I really enjoyed lately? And for some background, I went to the Taylor Swift concert in July. And if you know about the Taylor Swift concert, the Ares tour and the culture around that, like people are making friendship bracelets and trading them at the concert. And so before I went to the concert, I made some friendship bracelets. I made some with my future sister-in-law, Becca. Shout out to Becca. She's awesome. And also by myself because I had so much fun. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Like I'm really enjoying this. And then it made me think about like, what other things did I love doing as a kid that I just stopped doing because I thought that I was growing up and in last week's episode, we talked about like playing with Barbies and, and things like that where you kind of just stop. And, mm-hmm. the, and I was really thinking like, what else have I kind of stopped doing? Um, because I really enjoyed making friendship bracelets. So my tip is like, think about the things that brought you joy when you were younger and how you can bring that like childhood joy back to your adult life. And so for me, that looks like I used to love drawing and painting when I was a kid. Me too. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. And and so I am like, you know what? I I have craft supplies and I also used to love scrapbooking. I used to have so many scrapbooks. Mm. So I've been thinking about like, what can I do to really like carve out time when I can to find that joy that you you felt as a kid in that creativity and the things you love to do? Um, so that's one thing I'm working on. And I challenge you to think of that too, is like, how can we bring some of that like child joy and disregard? Like just because we've grown up doesn't mean we have to stop making friendship bracelets, painting, drawing, playing with Legos, like whatever it is that brought you joy. Mm. Um, don't let that escape you in adulthood. So that is my tip. My last tip. Oh, that was really beautiful. I this just got deep like I feel like (laughs) that was such a good tip and yes we did talk about it in our last episode when we talked Mm -hmm. about the Barbie movie and losing our childlike innocence and 
like I said, I used to also draw and paint a lot. And then I stopped doing that because I stopped prioritizing it. And we didn't, you know, you had art classes during school and mm -hmm. then you don't really have that when you go to college and in the real world. And I've had that thought uh, previously before. And I actually went out and got like a little watercolor kit Aww. and like a watercolor journal, but I haven't done anything with it. And I don't know if it's like the pressure to make it into mm -hmm. something or like the Inverse obligation. Yeah, like the obligation to feel like I have to make the perfect painting or, mm -hmm. um, oh, since it's my first one and I haven't done it in a while, like, should it mean something? You know, like all of those things, which yeah. I think I just need to like let go and really let my intuition take over to like feel mm -hmm. if this actually brings me joy like it used to and if it's something that I want to do and plus what I want to paint. Mm -hmm. So yeah. maybe maybe you'll find me by the ocean one day having a little picnic and just like watercoloring you, you inspired me incredible. i feel like that's a really fun idea yeah that's so that's so cool that's really fun um i actually did that like in march of 2020 like right when covid originally hit i bought some watercolors in a watercolor journal and i forced myself at first it felt like a force but then it got better to like every day do a page in my watercolor journal and it would be like maybe based off my mood or whatever was intuitively coming to me and I remember sitting there at the beginning and being like oh it needs to be perfect like I would look on Pinterest to try to find something to do and then I realized like it doesn't have to be perfect but that was kind of a hard mental thing to overcome mm -hmm. of like like some pages I thought looked so weird and now when I look back in that watercolor journal I'm like that's that's cool. Like this is an abstract thing, but like how cool that that's just what spoke to me that day. Um, mm. Yeah, totally. That's such a fun idea to go to the ocean, have a picnic, make a little date out of it, like a self-date. And then the other thing I want to say too is I feel like for you, Rianne, you you said like you kind of stopped doing painting and drawing and stuff, but then I feel like your hobbies really shifted into makeup, which is very similar. It's just on yourself. Like yes. Because I know you you are and you were very passionate about like makeup and I feel like that's very transferable. Like your joy as a kid with painting to then the creativity that you would do and, and do do with makeup. Yeah. I actually used to say that. Like I transferred my hobby of painting onto my face. Like instead mm -hmm. of being on a paper, I did it yeah. on my face. And yes, it does bring that creative joy back into it. But then I really thought about it. And I, so what I used to do was that like, I used to wear makeup to actually cover up a lot of insecurities. I felt like it made me, it did make me more confident. Like I wasn't like purposely trying to cover anything, but I found myself not being able to go out and do things without having a full face mm. of makeup on. Mm -hmm. And even though that was fun, it also came from a place of insecurity. And the more I thought about it was like, why did I do that? And it was for other people's opinions of me and how the world portrayed me. So it wasn't mm -hmm. actually like, even though I did enjoy doing it, a lot of it was like to please people or to make people see me in a certain light. And I feel like that kind of goes against the grain of why I was drawing and painting for that creative, innocent passion. Mm -hmm. Like I said, this just got really deep. I feel like we could have a whole other episode it. on this. But I find that 
when you are aligning your intuition with your creative passions, more tends to come through. And I think I need to spend more time with myself to do things that really ground me in Mm -hmm. that aspect rather than doing things and thinking like, oh, what are other people going to think? Is this presentable to people? Is this something that I want to show off and have other people look at? Rather than just being like, I'm having fun. Exactly. And I'm going to do it because my heart told me to and I'm having a lot of fun. Letting go, I feel like, is really hard. Yes. We're working on that. Yeah, that's such a good – I love that mindset of like not doing it, you know, to impress other people or to show it to other people, but just because you want to have fun, which makes me think like at what point in life did that shift for us? Oh, like, and that's a whole nother conversation. That's so heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm like, what? I'm, yeah, and I guess it is heartbreaking, but at the same time, I think we can exercise that muscle of mm-hmm. like actively choosing to do something for fun. Yeah, but I'm, I, yeah, I'm, that just begs the question of like, at what point in life did we feel like we couldn't do things for fun? And mm. maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't relate. Like, I'm doing so much fun stuff. Yeah, um, but I which think- is great. Yeah, because I feel like if you're coming from that mindset, you are doing things for yourself and you're putting Mm -hmm. yourself first. But yeah, like there was like some sort of like an internal switch for us that was flipped to do things for the sake of other people and how they perceive us rather than for our own joy. Mm -hmm. And the more that I have been doing that in the last couple of years, I've really found myself and found more confidence in my inner self. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's a really powerful journey. And at the same time, like doing things like painting and drawing out of my own creative passions, I feel like that's going to make me even more confident. Totally. I'll report back. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I want to come to San Diego and watercolor on the beach with you. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's that do it. so much fun. Well, we could even do it in Denver. We could. That's true. We like, could do it in both. Yeah, exactly. We can go hike and then like paint like yeah, the landscapes. That's idea. Oh, that sounds so fun. So what a fun conversation. Like this was such a fun episode to be able to have like truly a wide range of tips, tricks, and things to share. And it's so fun to just like hear what came up for both of us. And I learned so much and I'm sure people listening are like, that's so cool. That's cool. So also I feel like this episode we – hit on a lot of, like you said, we got kind of deep. Like we hit on some really interesting topics that we should totally expand upon in upcoming episodes. But we love to wrap up each episode with affirmations because not only is this podcast about being your own boss, literally literally and figuratively, but also about you know, finding that joy, like what we were just talking about, finding that joy, finding that um, – happiness and being able to live your best life because you deserve that. So the affirmation for today is I surround myself with things that bring me joy. So Mm. whether it be, I guess we don't normally do a challenge of the week, but I'm going to do it this week. (laughs) If you're listening to this on Thursday, whatever, like this upcoming week, I challenge you to do something that brings you joy, whether it be breaking out your watercolors on the beach, going on a walk in a place that you always drive past and you're like, oh, that's so pretty. I'd love to explore it more. Or maybe it's getting that awesome hairbrush that Rian showed. But whatever it is, um, I challenge you to do something that'll bring you joy this week. 
So oh, that's so good. I love the affirmation. I love the challenge. What a fun spin onto this episode. And, you know, we, like I said, this culture of sharing is really important for us to really build a community. And we'll be sharing all of our chip trick things over on our social media and our uh, podcast community on Facebook. So make sure you follow along. And if you have any fun things that you'd like to share with us, we are always open to them. And we'll, I think we should do like a little question box and then we can post some of people's tip trick things that they want to share i just think that would be a really fun idea for all of us and so you can go ahead and follow us on social media on instagram at be your own boss podcast and on facebook at byob colon be your own boss community Yes, definitely connect with us on the internet so that we can keep the conversation rolling. And like we said, we'll have all of these things linked and some posts so you can find it there. But until next time, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you share this episode with a friend, especially if you learned something or found something that you're like, oh, that's really cool or that's really interesting. So please share with a friend. And until next time, we will see you later. Cheers, bosses. Cheers.